0: What's up, friends? Welcome to the 2.6 Podcast with Luke and Adrian. On this podcast, we focus on Web3, business, and achieving your personal potential. Today, we have a special guest as a part of our Web3 Project Spotlight series. We're excited to welcome KFC, the Chief Technical Officer for The Chicken Project, a standout on the Avalanche blockchain. We'll dive into KFC's journey from being a Web2 developer in fintech to part of the Chicken Dream Team in Web3. We'll cover the challenges of building a game, learning on the fly, and managing expectations in a fast-paced Web3 environment. As with all of our episodes, and then what you hear today is to be considered financial advice. This is purely for entertainment and educational purposes. With that all said, let's talk chicken. Welcome to the Two Six Podcast with Luke and Adrian. Today we are very excited to introduce a special guest. Uh, we have KFC from The Chicken Project. He is the one of the lead developers on that project and we're really excited to have you on. So KFC, welcome to the Two Six Podcast, man.
1: Well, thank you for having me here. I'm very excited and nervous. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, you're 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 doing great, man. We're we're excited to have you. Um, we've uh, you know obviously been been a, a big fan of your work, both with you know your development on the on the the project itself, but even just you know your connection with the community. You've been just fantastic at you know being you know active in the Discord, active on on Twitter slash X, and uh, it's great to great to have you have you with us, man.
1: Yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Like, I'm trying my best to kind of be on a bit more social aspect as well. I mean, obviously, coding is my background, but, you know, being on social kind of a bit cooler. You know, get to chat with people.
2: <laughs> but cool, man. I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm glad you're wearing your San Fran Champions hat. It's always good to see. But it gets things started off a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your story. Tell us what, uh, what got you into the Web3 space Maybe a little bit how you kind of got and met the uh the chicken devs themselves, the dream team as we like to call them but uh how did, how did you how did you get into to your role as being a a leading oh. ch- chicken dev
1: yeah so it's actually pretty funny so um i guess it's, I'll, I'll start back in when I start cryptocurrency basically um i can't remember exactly what year, but I know the Bitcoin was probably less than a dollar at the time um so we were like oh what's this cool stuff you know blockchain um trying to do stuff um i was mining the blockchain uh i was like uh, already in australia by then i um, was mining the blockchain and all this stuff um it was slow but i got a few uh, me and hand solo we've gone way back basically so we basically you know playing around you know trying to set up um sending the, the bitcoin around and it was funny because I, we were sending like one bitcoin to each other just to test thing out. Imagine one Bitcoin, right, like just to test it out and then lose everything that you had in your wallet. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, but back then, you literally, you can't do anything about, like, because there isn't a legit uh, exchange in Australia. Um. So we were like, oh man, it's hard to buy. The only thing you can do is, is you you can basically mine it or send it from someone else's wallet, but you can't really buy them. Uh, so... Back then we we're like, oh, let's create an exchange, you know. But then yeah, the thing didn't take off because of you know nobody using it and kind of sort of don't know what we're doing. Um, so yeah, so a bit of background myself. Um, I've been in the IT industry for the last sixteen years. Um, mainly working for majority of the bank in Australia, and fintech startup as well. So we did quite a lot of um you know banking system. So yeah, so on the day to day, it's just like you know coding stuff. So coding is not nothing new to us basically. Uh. Then one day, I think probably just the end of two thousand twenty um then that's where kind of like I start getting into all these um uh e smart contract stuff, but obviously, when I think smart contract, I'm talking about all these um you know this shit coin and all this stuff. I was like, "Oh, what's all these um pancakes for? I never heard of them before, and I was like that is something interesting like this is funny, so yeah, so I was massively degen back into again. So I mean throughout the whole time actually hold Bitcoin and ETH and all this stuff. But I think mostly XRP as well back then. Um but then up to one point I spent a lot of my money on degening on this um all these high EPR coin in uh in Pancake Swap and that's kinda like where I learned about, you know, putting an L P pool and all this stuff how to um add them in. And yeah, so that was interesting. Wasn't the the easiest path to be honest, but then um, obviously, greed kicked in, and, like you know, all these four five hundred percent project. I'm like, oh man, there's a new point we jumped in. So, I, I jumped in quite a lot of them. Like, um, uh, there's a vet coin, uh, there's a few basically, one well, some coin actually, even Lu, uh, even Moon, um, what's up, Safe Moon, and all this stuff. We went in all those pretty early, um, obviously being very stupid, holding on to <laughs> way too long. Um, didn't cash out. So yeah, by the time when I catch out, it's all gone, That's, which is pretty funny. Like a, le- a huge lesson learned. Anyway, it's like, I was seeing the APR going up and, you know, was like, wow. And I bought quite a lot, of, like, you know, Ohm coin, Om. uh, what's that? What's that time? Uh, uh, the one from, uh, in, in avalanche is, um, the time point from. Oh yeah. It was uh, uh, wonderland. Wonderland time. Yeah. And then. Then, then there's quite a, li- a lot of folk going out. Like, I think it's like, um, there's a um, uh, climber and all this stuff. So I don't all, you know, those are like, I'm pretty decent <laughs> anyway. So during that time, I was like doing all these DG stuff. And then basically Han Hen Solo came to me. You're like, hey, you know, a group of uh, my mate um, is interesting in doing NFT. And to be honest, at the time, I was literally just saying, what's NFT, man? People buying JPEG. I could just copy it, right? I didn't I didn't get it. And yeah, it was kinda sort of um for me it was like it was a joke. Was like seriously, like who buy JPEG? Who paying like ten thousand of it? Uh, and so like uh, come on man, let's let's join in. Let I, I don't wanna do it myself, you know, let's do it together. So I was like, okay, so I said to him, look, if I'm going in I probably wanna do a smart contract because that's probably something that interested me and then nothing else. He's like, well, well, sure, let's you you go do your your smart contract i and we'll just build the rest we'll build, build a site and you see how we go. Yeah, and basically the the team come together. Um the funny thing is um so we've been talking to the team the whole time. And you know what? We never met them in person really? until a long time. Yeah. Like we were working on a project for a while. Yeah, like we always online, like we always just talking every single day, but I never met them in person, like, apart from Han Solo. I mean, obviously lockdown and all this stuff as well, kind of like sort of limit us meeting in person. But yeah, it, it was interesting. We haven't, we, the project was going on for like close to eight, nine months before i seen the person in the real world. That was pretty funny.
0: Very cool. So awesome. So, so you, um so you, you, like you and Han Solo really kind of got together, got the, the chicken project going, what, um, what, like, how, how did y'all like actually get it, get it to, to be built? Like, so, so it was, it was all virtual. So it sounds like so y'all were like remote and, and coordinating like that. I think, um, uh, told us a little bit about kind of how y'all ended up on the chicken side. I'm, I'm curious, like from a tech perspective, you know, I know there's a lot of factors to consider in terms of which chain you're going to pick. How did y'all kind of make some of those decisions in terms of, you know, how to build, um, on yeah. that vision.
1: Yeah, so at the time, to be honest, we were looking at Solana and and any EVM chain, basically. Um, I don't think we look at Polygon at all, to be fair. Um, Even though we did have some, like, I mean, I personally played some game on Polygon at the time. So I was like, okay, but never thought about it, to be honest. Um, We only look at the L1 chain at the time. Um, And, yeah, we looked at Solana, so, and, you know, get it it working because, you know, there's a lot of... um, high throughput transaction and that's like I, I say oh well how about me spending a bit of time because i will be honest with you guys like that was like kind of the early beginning where into the smart contract world for us right like obviously we've been coding for a while but never actually done any smart contract so my world was like oh look i'll do some smart contract so i spent a bit of time on rust and then spend a bit of time on uh, evm stuff basically do. and i find evms a lot simpler to understand to, to get it going and, you know, less, less of a, a chance of getting error on a contract, basically compared to, um, to, um, Solana. And like, so now you kind of have to be quite a, what do you call veterans a little bit more, you know, you need to work on a few projects, um, you know, getting the net, not the greedy out before you become very good at it. So like, oh, look, let's do EVM because I'm very comfortable with it. Um, I picked it up pretty quickly, did a lot of testing and it's like, well let's let's try it, right? And deployed quite a lot of project onto Testnet. Um in I think at the beginning was in I did we did it in the East and then it was like the gas was so expensive, even in Testnet. And we're like, okay, let maybe look at other chain and I think barbecue just think, oh let's put in uh put an avalanche. Then I was like, okay, well and I was like, oh at the time I was like, oh, it was in Wonderland Time. And, they <laughs> was like, Yeah, why not? You know, there's a big hype at the time, but there isn't that many NFT projects going on at, at the time. I think mainly it's the, the tech we should kinda it, it come down to um, solidity or rush and then we chose the solidity. And from there we kinda go, Okay, which chain can we go on to? And I think at the time Clark and Barbecue was like, Yeah, let's go to Avalanche because the NFT haven't boomed yet. I think the Air project was there at the time. There was the only project that actually had mm. over 1 million um, TVL, like a market value. Mm. And we're like, wow. And then and when when I checked, they it, it was like, I actually like it. I mean, it's like, it's pretty clean, nice. And I was like, wow, very nice project. And they were the only one that actually kind of over 1 million. And we're like, okay, so market's still pretty new to it. Maybe this is place to be in. So, yeah, so that's kind of sort of. Where we landed, basically
0: so I, th- I think it works out well too because I think solidity is really the the coding language that's used on most chains now. I think that I think there's maybe a couple that others that use rust but but I think solidity pretty much you, you use that across you know i mean any e v m chain which is which is a lot of them yeah so,
1: and I, I cool. think the it, it was good because that we can basically think if um Avalanche wasn't the right place, we can just redeploy the same contract onto um. I know Polygon at the time. I don't think um, Op wasn't there. Arbitrum wasn't there. It literally, just yeah, literally just Polygon. At the time when we first started, there isn't that much L two chain out there, to be honest. And it just ETH and um a few like it, it, it's a literally handful. I think Neil was there already, but Neil literally had no volume basically.
2: Mm. Yep. Yeah. How did you guys like get started with? I mean, I I, I know we know the kind of the backstory behind Chicken yeah. and the and the Tri Tokenomics. What kind of challenges did you guys run into to like create it all? I mean, because it's, I mean, it looks easy, I guess, on our side now that we've been, you know, in playing in the project for, for so long. Um, I remember my entry point was, I think I want to say it was through Trader Joe. The, they they had all those little liquidity pools on the side. So I was, I was messing around with all the yield and whatnot. So I was, it was like a special or a boost or I I don't remember what they used to call it. But they had like a short period yeah, of time to where they're paying feed. Yeah. Um, if I were to pair yeah. up I wanna say it was AVAX and um
1: AVAX and and and, and, egg. and egg, yeah.
2: And I was getting feed and I was like, what the hell's this damn feed thing? And uh but I mean like how did, how did all that start? Like I I know and may be a
1: loaded question in
2: itself, but how hard was it to like yeah. put all that stuff together?
1: Uh Look at kind of if you look back now, it wasn't that complicated to be honest. But at the time when we were working on it, it' pretty tough for me because um, Hensel and I we working till two to three a.m. every single night, uh, for at least four months straight, literally, like wow. literally that like, we spend the moment I think after dinners. So just bear in mind, like at the time we still have a full time job, uh, when we before we launch, um. Basically we're doing a full time job normally and then, you know, at night, um, after dinner we jumped on and do all the work. And we were literally just coding every single day. Um so, you know, the contract was uh took me over a month to get the contract, the first contract working, I think. Like so you know, in a in state that I wanted. And then um, Hansel kind of set up the infrastructure, you know, getting everything deployed, and yeah, so we started going there. So it, but it took us quite a long time. But like we we were burning like eighty, ninety hours a week every single wow. day, like, like like the whole week. Like we just crazy till midnight almost every almost every day. I think the only time we got off like maybe maybe Saturday and Sunday, where Hansel was like, no, look, guys, I, I need to spend time with my family a bit. <laughs> But uh, but at night, we still jumped on again. Uh, that's the only, like, that's the crazy amount of time we put in. Um, Yeah, so I think you guys heard the story. It's like uh, the NFT came where Hensolo took a picture on the internet. It's like, oh, look, I'll put this together. And we have a laugh, and we're like, oh, this is fu- bloody fucking cute ch- chicken. <laughs> and we were like, okay, let's maybe play around with this. Uh, yeah, so then Gravy kind of get all the assets together. Um, and Hensolo was kind of like Mm, maybe let me create this um, AI generated or not AI, like i all the computer generated, you know, the, the rarity. So he literally craft the whole tool up by himself. Because at the time there wasn't two out there. Um, You could actually either do a Photoshop, you know, kind of one by one. Uh, But obviously, there's obviously everyone else wrote their own tool. So we decided to write our own tool as well. So, you know, merging layers and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of sort of how we started in the beginning. Yeah. So, so in terms of the traits, um,
0: there's some that are, they're obviously really desirable from a rarity standpoint, but there's also some that just are cool. And I'll, I'll tell you first, like my favorite trait in the game is the hoverboard. Um, so I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. Um, so I had to make sure that I got the the McFly hoverboard on there. And somebody was really quick to name theirs. Um, so they actually named their their rooster Marty McFly. So I was like stalking down that bird for a very long time and one day I happened to notice it for sale and I probably way overpaid but I now have both Marty McFly and Cock Brown as two roosters that I have and I'm very excited for that so I'm I'm curious for, for you like are there any traits that like forgetting like their like rarities or those kinds of things or like how it might play into cockfighting or things like that you just really like in terms of the game? Oh
1: look at in terms of rarity I quite I, I'm a big fan of, uh, anime cartoons. So, uh, the cyan the, you know, the super cyan hit that oh, was yeah. like, my like, yeah, that's like, I'm <laughs> going to get that. But then man, always been out price seriously at the time when, when, because obviously we, it's all, it's all out there. So we, we didn't actually mint ourselves. We, we kind of like let people mint and you know, that happen. So by the time we were like, okay, I want to go buy some people put up ridiculous amount of price going up and i like, man, we had price out myself. <laughs> and then oh my gosh. when the hype was so big, everyone was like, oh, they keep pushing up the price every, every couple of weeks. I was like, man, whenever i going to get it? And then, and then we were like, oh, they'll get priced out. So yeah, so that's one of the, the trade in, in, uh, in the chicken um, that I like a lot. Uh, I'm okay with tungsten. I like it, but not, not the biggest fan, but um, I, in terms of rooster, I like the one with the little chicken on, on the back that yeah, was, I nice. was you know, like, yeah, and I'm like, that is hilarious, man. That's like funny. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that, that's, it. that's, that's kind of like my, my, my take, but yeah, I mean, I do like a lot of trade, like, I mean, in terms of trade itself, it's actually mainly gravy and the few of the guy, like, I'm, I had almost zero involvement in that, mm. <laughs> like, um, I'm just like, when this, then they show me the, the, the trade, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, but like, because the trade itself, when, when, when gravy draw is just part of it. So you have to mix it onto the picture then, in order to see the trade and then you go like, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so to me, it's like, I I didn't, when, when we saw the trade, I was like, yeah, that's cool. But I can't imagine it yet until it's merged. So yeah, the, the, the map merging that, um, Han Solo did, like we had so many run to go through and then he created a website so that we can do QA on it. It's like, you know, like the. Ten thousand. <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah. So it, wow. it was like massive crazy. Yeah. I have
2: a that's I have sad. a burning question, man, and I'm not sure if I'm if I'm alone with this question, but is that anybody's eh? feet or, or muscles with the arms? Is that that, that trait of the feet and nah. the muscles? Is that is that anybody's feet? I need to know. There's some there's some awkward fetishes nah, out nah, there nah. and I wanna I know if that's, that's that's one of your who's whose fetish nah. is that? <laughs> Uh, probably great. Probably great. You're <laughs> going to, to kill me.
1: It <laughs> came from his studio, so definitely him. See, I knew <laughs> it. Real feet. Yeah, feet <laughs> fetish.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would explain also why they're going to be. So I'm forgetting the name of the partner game, but I know there's a, a partner game that has that actual bird in it. Is that is that's probably why? Because it's it's gravy's feet. He nominated that one for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, gonna take out like ah oh, tarnish my name. <laughs> no, now now, we, now late night with
2: gravy. We're gonna have a great question for him. So he can yeah, put like there. what are your feet petition?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So what kind of like challenges did you guys I know, I know I the whole thing was probably a challenge but what what were some like the greatest challenges that you guys ran into with with chicken like
1: oh the big the biggest challenge that I had personally was the amount of kilobyte you can put into contract it's just way so little compared to you know when we came back from you know that typical web 2 uh, business world right you know where you can write as much stuff you want, and here's like you kind of bound to the the limit of how much you can put in and that was the biggest pain point for us to be in like, you know, a to to work around the limit because like in the first few contracts that I deployed it just doesn't deploy onto the t- the test net because you just keep going over the size limit right and we just kind of like okay I have to trim this down you know create a upgradable contract and all this stuff so that you know once we did the mint then we change it off later on. Uh, that's, so yeah, so that's the reason why, like, um, we end up, um, instead of putting just a normal contract, we end up putting a upgradable contract so that we can complete upgrading the metadata. So that we, you know, for example, when we first started, um, the chicken, would just have the main contract and we added, um, for example, the KG in the change of name and all this stuff onto the contract itself. So everything's on the contract basically. So that's kind of like the, the chance that we have in terms of you know, smart contract around that um yeah and then i think the the biggest apart from that was you know timing wise when when to when to launch certain thing i think that that was basically pretty hard to kind of like you know look at stuff i think yeah barbecue and clock was the the main guy like you know constantly um, saving out market how's the market going and all that stuff, looking at when to launch certain things so, yeah. so those two are very very good at that aspect
0: yeah, for sure. And I think the upgradable contract is, is really definitely one of the things that sets y'all apart. And I think as you kind of think about like the possibilities of chicken, if y'all had not done that, obviously like the growing of the chicken and that kind of thing is, is part of that. But in terms of having a game, like you kind of really need the ability to do that. Right. Cause if y'all want to change any of the way that like, if you want to add a feature to the game, if the, the contract was like locked, then you'd have to, like essentially burn the the current chickens and replace them with new ones. And that just creates a whole bunch of complexity and
1: challenge. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and that probably, that's the one of the reason in the beginning we started off straight away. We're just going to go, yeah, we're going to do upgradeable because of the, the way how um, the division was further way before, you know, the actual everything else come through. Like the fact that um, when we launched the chicken, um, it, the, the, if you look, the contract itself just doesn't have a huge amount of data in there, but then we kind of go, we have to get rid of a lot of stuff that we pre-written and then kind of add them back in at each state. For example, you know, when the egg got released, then we add and, you know, the naming contract in and all this stuff. So I start adding the stuff into, to the, the fall, you know, and how to burn the contract and all this stuff. So, but yeah, so quite a lot of things that we change throughout the year. Um, and definitely it. It's kind of a way that if we want to keep stuff on chain, uh, then we we needed that flexibility to be able to change that, basically.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you, so you mentioned naming, and as you know, one of us likes to name our chickens, and is a good family farm, and the other one of us is, runs a factory farm. So, I need I need your help getting getting Mister Adrian here to to really see why he needs to name the chickens, and why being a factory uh-huh. farmer is just no no good for the world and no one wants to have these poor chickens.
1: <laughs> Actually, um, the, the naming is, is kind of great because we, at that time, we were... I think we can talk about it, right? Let me think. I think we can. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, at the time, we had something really, really cool um, that we had in mind. Um, I'm not sure we're going to bring it back or not, but maybe. Um, so basically everyone had the name, of the chicken, right? So we want a way so that people can go see your, your, your wallet directly. Um, so that it's kind of publicly to everyone, uh, through a unique URL so based on the name that you name your, your whole wallet, basically. No, mm. so that, that was kind of like the, the aspect that we were kind of like, oh, that's going to be cool. You know, everyone had their own unique, uh, domain. In a sense, that, 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 that was kind of like the the, the the idea at the time. And look, there's so many ideas being spun up every single time uh, we had meeting. It's like, just so like Hansel always saying, we have more idea than we can actually implement. Yeah. It's just constantly with idea coming through. And then we're just like, we're like, man, come on, we need to dial back, dial back, come on, dial back. Because you know, things thing, thing take time. Not it doesn't take like one day, it takes fucking long time to root it.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. It's it's a matter of choosing the, the, the right ideas for the overall strategy. And even though sometimes you got a good idea and it's like let's just we'll hold on to that and maybe one day we'll be able to use it. But if you try yeah. to I, I think if you try to go too broad in what you're doing, then you know it's it's really hard to get, you know, get the traction that you want, so for sure.
2: My grandpa told me not to name the chickens. We actually he had a few chickens in the backyard. And he told me never way. name your chickens. They're not pets; they're food. So, <laughs> even though I'm trying to break that rule, but I, so I guess my big thing is I I didn't want to truly I didn't want to truly name them twice. So I wanted to give them a name, yeah. but then I also wanted to kind of stamp or brand them with my you know sharpened spur wrench. You know the, the the initials, you know, somewhere on there on the backside of the name. So I, you know, there there's some some deep thought or procrastinating <laughs> thought going behind all that.
1: You know that def- at one point we were we we were making fun of you know like how to how to create game to force people to name this stuff is that we were thinking is we allow someone else to name your chicken for you, mm. Mm. and then obviously they pay more gas than you do, and then you just keep. Paying, paying oh not gas like paying the egg wall basically. So <laughs> like let's say you have some like you know uh McFeeman as uh, some guy and we just go like no no we just name it on top of you. <laughs> and then you go like no I want my name back. I'm gonna keep paying the egg keep going up and up and up. Just kinda like that way you are out, out beating each other with a name basically. <laughs> or pay for a lock. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> I would uh, I would want to protect uh Marty and Doc Brown, for sure.
1: I think that was kind of like the the game thinking that we kind of have, like, you know, people like the name and all this stuff. Let's let's kind of like just make that uh, kind of us a game as well. And and someone's like, oh, that's a bad idea. Like that becomes like you're naming someone else again and all this stuff. So it's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I I like my my name. So I uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Talladega Nights, but – In in Talladega Nights, they have like Ricky Bobby, Cal 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 Calon Journey, and that. Anyway, they when they break up, they name he names himself El Diablo, which he says is like you know Spanish for like a fighting chicken. So like I knew I wanted to name. I have one that has like a fire background and like a hook on his leg and that kind of thing. And I was like, okay, that's that's gonna be El Diablo. So like the second that the naming came to Roosters, I went in there and named him because I didn't want anyone to grab that name. It was like an important (laughs) name for me to get.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty funny because um Sherbot was like, i'll make sure that we can't name the same name. (laughs) And then you Mm -hmm. just see that some people like being very dodgy, like you know, adding a space, you know, adding adding things here and there to to the to to the naming, which is funny. Like we were like that's hilarious, like people trying to have the same name, just like kinda like a different variation. Yeah. Well if you're second you're last. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, not not first you're
0: last. But yeah, they uh, my guys. I haven't given them all backstories yet. Some of them do, but yeah. uh, working on working on getting the stories for for the rest of them. They all have names though. So
1: yeah, that's good though. I I got most of my had names though. Okay, yeah.
0: All right. So so one of the things, uh, KFC, I want, wanted to to kind of pick your brain about. So so one of the kind of main topics in this space is you know security. So obviously, there's been some stuff that's gone on with with, you know, stars arena and other things like that. And I know that with chicken, like one of the things that y'all really pride yourself is, you know, the security of, you know, your contracts and all of that kind of thing. And I know, you know, obviously you have a background in, you know, fintech, that kind of thing. What, like, what, what is it? Like, what, what do y'all, how would y'all describe what you do to make sure that, you know, chicken stays, you know, secure and, you know, all of the things that go into making that, you know, that level of quality as you build stuff.
1: Yeah. So. In top, there's kind of like two mindset of thinking because obviously when we first started like like everyone say right i mean um i mean this is what something that like was saying we should audit something that is when you're talking playing with someone else's money um so one thing that we noticed is that like for example with nft itself because we have control of the nft like the worst case is you know we we made a new project for people like right? that's kind of like you, you bind to the chicken, the, for example, at the time was chicken, you bind to the chicken. And if you kind of like, is it something that we can control of, Then we kind of like have a little bit less worry about in terms of the, the security because we can always compensate it to people. But when you start, you know, doing LP farming and all this stuff where people buy AVAC and egg and all this stuff, we don't have control of that. And that's where we kind of like, well, we need security. So we got hacking to, to do our audit for us. So it, it was a lot, it was a long process. Um, I was pretty happy though, because the first contract that I sent to them, um, they literally no major uh, issues. I think one of those to do with the gas that it would increase the gas. If you do it this way, and then they recommend it go down to kind of like reduce down the gas costs and all that stuff, because obviously you guys know the first saga, when we launched the, the egg contract where, uh, we launched the egg and staking of the egg, um, at the time. I was, that was like, honestly, that's my first time writing the staking contract. And I was thought that, you know, you can rebound some, everyone else's uh, wallet, basically. So instead of using a, a static formula, but basically I, I looked at, you know, that when you stake in, we look at how you against everyone else. And then when someone else staking, in, we look at there against everyone else at that point in time. But then we realized that the moment that you have over 50 people, the gas was literally through the roof. And that's the oh. reason why we have to pull the egg contract and relaunch a new egg, basically. So, because the gas fee after 50 people staking was just, I think, close to one or two airbags at the time. It was ridic- wow. ridiculous. Yeah. It's just that because every time when someone staked, we recalculate everyone uh, holding, and if someone stake, we calculate, recalculate everyone holding again. And obviously, that was kind of like uh, a new move, basically. We should have used... Um, A different method, like, you know, I, an average, um, a constant formula or a a Merkle tree instead, basically, that, that probably be a much better option to be honest, (laughs) but yeah.
2: Was that on the, was that on the single side staking of egg or was that
1: on the, the paired staking? Yeah. Just a single side. When we started with Uh. a single side, that was already causing so much issue. So that's why we have to re, 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 roll the egg again. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we can't do that It it's too much gas to, to recalculate everything. I remember that. I remember actually staking some egg mm-hmm. and taking it
2: out and I didn't get penalized. I was like, Ooh, they didn't penalize me for taking out egg. <laughs> yeah, I felt very so, lucky. So that was like, yeah, was
1: like, yeah. The time was like, there was that hiccup, but then yeah, it was funny. We were like, oh, that was like, that was being expected because when we did a test, we only like had 10. Tony like you know, staking. It wasn't doing that much. We're like, oh, it's alright. And yeah. we didn't expect like within literally within an hour, man, to go boom. like everyone's like, oh gas cost too much. And we were like, okay, we need to hold the foot pull back the contract, relaunch a new one. So yeah.
2: Yeah, it's always it's always fun, man, having to redo your work, right? But it, but it, I think that's the great thing is you guys yeah. have always like done a really good job with with being proactive and you know taking care of um i mean i i don't really, yeah, really I... remember any any issues but i mean like how do you i guess that kind of goes into the next question is like how how did how do you guys deal with like the high expectations you know like in the discord i know a lot of not even just discord but also just with um you can obviously hear a lot of us asking pretty hard questions about you know time frames and rooster daycare and cockfighting and you know always asking when um but how do you guys deal with that as a group and and what is it like dealing with those high expectations
1: um look i think it it's hit everyone differently um i I guess it hit me and Hansolo probably quite a lot more because of being a deaf um It's like we're always looking at you know how long thing gonna take to deliver and all this stuff, and then sometimes we just like um quite a- unli- and there's, there's quite a lot of unrealistic expectation coming from both the community you know and in, even the internal right we're like um you know. People might just think, oh, well, can we, can we just do this? And I was like, well, that's going to take a couple of weeks, right? To, to do certain thing. So I think that's kind of like the expectation management is difficult. And people in Web3 just always assuming that we're in Web3, they're going to be faster. But the reality is the coding still need to be done, still need to be tested, uh, still need to be built. You still have to write code. It does take a long time. And, 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 and that's the reason why it's like it, it does take time. And, and people, don't really truly appreciate um, coding and even artwork and all this stuff, because it does take time to get things out. Like the fact that we have to do multiple iterations just for the UI and all this stuff, that, that was by itself take a lot of time. Right.
0: Yeah, Ooh. no, for sure. I mean, I think that, I think sometimes folks forget that, Hey, this is like, I think, I think, what is it? You can either have something fast or you can have something good, um, or you can have something cheap. But you you can only pick two of those things. You can't have
1: three. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have yeah, they're, yeah, they're. Exactly. And so so that's, the, that's the that literally the triangle that, that dilemma in 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 IT, right? Cheap, yep. fast, and good. So mm-hmm. that is like a triangle. You can only move two levers around. So if you want something, yeah, you know, if you want fast, you're not going to be cheap. Going to cost us a lot more money to build right. it. <laughs> Right. Because yeah. in the end we if we need to expand out people, we need we ha- we hire more people to kinda of help us do a lot of stuff as well. Right. So that's basically, you know, if you launch something faster, then it would cost a lot more money for us to go through, basically.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I think one of the big things too is like, you know, the, the quality. Like I think you all pride yourself in quality and that's probably one of the things we appreciate so much is that, you know, you do you know, you have y'all have built a quality game. You have built something that uh, is a lot of fun to play it. You have built something that's secure speaking for ourselves and and probably a lot of the community, like that's, you know, one of the things that draws us to the project is, you know, just that we know, and we can trust y'all to, you know, deliver things that, you know, have that level of quality, even if it takes a little bit more time. Um, And so
1: that, and, you know,
0: we know that you're human beings, like y'all, y'all are, y'all are working really hard to build something good. So we appreciate you.
1: Yeah, I think we, Especially in a crypto world where, you know, like let's, like let's say we've been in for a while now, like most projects come and go, right? Like we probably the longest standing project. I mean, there probably be a few others. We're we still like long standing and still building stuff, right? Because most projects kind of sort of died off or kind of like in a hiatus uh, situation, you know, just, you know, preserve mode and yeah, we're still constantly building. And I think it's, it's the passion. I think like we, we like building stuff. It's fun we, when we see people play with the stuff that we, we, we did, right. And especially when, you know, in the early beginning where Hensel saying, Oh, let's just, just uh, expose API, you know, people just going to call them and then they build themselves. And that's where, you know, search that come in, building the, you know, the, 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 the website that he's doing, you know, and, you know, Nifty shift grouply. And there's quite a lot of people that start doing quite a lot of things on top of us and that I feel that that is what drive is the community That's actually driving the project as well, like by offering, you know, exposing API, people can see more stuff they can play with, it, they can understand more. And I think like you guys, like a lot of people came up with like Excel spreadsheet, you know, pulling that out, you know, sharing that I think that's just kind of like what we find it very interesting. And that's key motivation for us to be honest, like, you know, we built something that the community keep building on top of it, like. I think that's what's kind of like the, it, it's the testament of how good things are, like in terms of the community itself, like how, how much they like this stuff. I mean, if you look at other projects that they didn't offer APIs, it's nobody building anything. They just kind of like, uh, waiting for for something to be built. But when you offer the the, the option for community, they, they, they jumped in and go like, you know, I have time, I'll build something and all this stuff. So I think that's kind of like one of the biggest thing that we, the decision that I made by Han to expose it out was really good. I think one, that's one of the things
0: that definitely speaks to the to the project too. I mean, you have these people that are passionate about it enough to, you know, spend their time building these kinds of things like search. I mean, I, he's got like a team of people helping to, to build his. Um, but then even like, I remember when I first um, we first got into the project, I was trying to figure out, you know, which chickens I wanted to buy that kind of thing. And I was doing all this stuff on my own. Um and then I discovered that, you know, cock really can do all that for me. And so it's just really was and I, and I forget who built that one. I know gribbly's working on a new version of that. Um, but um yeah. but I think just having stuff like that, it just makes it one is it helps the user, but also the fact that you know other people in the community are care about this enough to build it. Um, just makes you more excited about it too, because it's like, okay, well, somebody spent hours building this thing to support the project. The team spends all this time to build this. It's, you know, just makes it exciting and good. So, I like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's kind of like what we feel that when we go, like, like for example, like myself, I'm in, I'm buying a lot in and I'll be in so many community in Discord, right? I I haven't really seen any community that as passionate as this one. I mean, obviously, you, you got all these, um, you know, die hard community from other other groups, but it's slightly different, right? They, they, they the goal was more like, you know, hype the project, but our community is like helping out. Like, I haven't seen any community when, you know, somebody lost something, uh, the other guy would jump in, and go like, oh, yeah, here, um, you know, I'll help you out and all this stuff. Like, that was a massive, and even like some guy accidentally put the wrong price. I think they put the dot definitely in the price and yeah. it was under sale. The guy just offered it back, and I was like, "Wow, that's a, big, a great community. You never seen that in, in in the crypto world." Yeah, absolutely. For that's, sure. a, that's
2: a that's usually a tough one. It was Bitmaker. Bitmaker, I think, made the um um that first site um cock is it cock terminal? I'm probably no. Now yeah, I'm messing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And Gribbly's yeah. doing a great job with it now too. So, all right, man, you got to tell me if you were to start off fresh into chicken, what would be, what would be your strategy of getting My into ideal? the game? Yes. Yeah, so what would be our ideal? Say, it I mean, it's bad. hard to say, right? It all yeah. depends on how much yeah. money you have, of course, uh, to play the game. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, um, yeah. but how so, would you, how would you play? Yeah.
1: Um, Obviously the chicken is probably the best, right? Because um, they, they're the only ones that laying egg and they gets the fuel for the whole ecosystem. So you'd, I think that's kind of the best, um, the best bet. But I'm um, obviously chickens a bit higher price compared to everything else. Um, like at one point, I was very much focusing on farmland because farmland actually giving a lot of benefit for a very um, low barrier of entry. Yeah, I'm a I'm a
2: farmland maxi man. Yeah. I like the farmland.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, is, look, uh... the farmland have quite a lot of benefit, right? Because itself, it now if you look at it farmland come with blueprint underneath it um it also to be honest um there's still 200 uh, love monster out there within the farmland so um shout out to the monster team as well they they have um kindly offered 200 uh, love monster nft it's still um we had to look at them onto the farmland so you just have to dig hard enough um and then you'll know, deploy the worm and claim that uh the NFT as well um so they out this there's 200 of them out there um on the farmland um, so yeah, a lot of people keep digging, but they haven't deployed the worm to kind of claim it. So yeah, so that's kind of sort you. of my, 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 my two cents, right? I think if you, if you like to jump in, farmland would be good. Um, obviously chicken and rooster is definitely the, 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 two, the go-to, but, um, if you want to play around, like, you know, have more things to play, farmland is, is definitely the, the thing. Go I'm looking in, for
2: some honey now. Is it honey time? Yeah. Honey <laughs> alpha, honey time. alpha, alpha honey anything you want to share yeah so um i want to say of for, the or listener, or alphas, for the listeners but, that are, yeah. are holding it and, you know they're, they're they're waiting for something good
1: we need to give them a little taste yeah so i mean yeah so we do play a lot of thing out there like for example we're looking at the trend and and see what can we bring like i i guess it's something that we is cognizant to us every time when we do something is always trying to um do the best for the community the, the fact that because we it's, it's it's hard to come by you know have a great community out there today and then it's also hard to maintaining it so every decision that we make or play around in the background is always to make sure that you know how do we um making sure that you know we we look after our community basically you know making sure that they they're the first person who gets them um the, the most um value out of it basically and we, What we're seeing right now is the trend of moving, like, you know, there's a play to earn, you know, play to own and all this stuff, the concept that was um, mentioned a long time ago. um, But I, we feel that there's quite a lot of things that can, can kind of sort of piping up, you know, Avalanche ecosystem because the fact that um, the daily active user in Avalanche itself is quite low compared to ETH and, and and obviously the whole bear market is actually making everyone going down in terms of their daily active users so when uh friends came on i personally played it a lot um starry came on as well and obviously that was a big kind of shift into like bringing people to 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 avalanche and that was always our goal in, in since day one where we went to avalanche summit we we're talking about you know bridging uh eat people over and then now the whole chicken egg concept of, you know, going cross chain to get more people to come back because in the end, the, the platform work, um, the, the, the time the, the finalization of the the blockchain was quick, um, you know, everything was fast things the the technology is there. And we always been saying, I've probably have one of the best tech out there and the best tech is, you know, it, it's only good for the dev. And in, in a sense that the dev actually. Reap the benefit, but how do we, um, you know, translate that benefit of the tech into something less technical people can, you know, c- consume? You know, obviously the the fast finalization, you know, con- uh, and all this stuff actually help user um inter- interaction and experience a lot better, and that's something that we're trying to kind of move people toward to, and and, and I think that's kind of like uh, the the thing that we're looking at, and so back to the the whole social fire is that we've we seen the the kind of like the the peak that coming in, you know, like you know, more people coming in. And we were thinking like how do we maximize that to, you know, when we bring social fire to the the platform or blockchain, how can we cast their eye onto other projects, not just NFT, but you know, the GameFi, DeFi, everything on the chain because the fact that the technology is there, we can support it. You know, that's something that we we think is that how can we capitalize on that? And obviously, there's quite a lot of things that we're working on. Um, the one thing that uh, we're working on some sort of like something for people to do in in doing this bear market basically. So you know, keep people like still engaged. And obviously, it's hard to kind of release something that. Um, People might not um, feel or see straight away, but then we we definitely working on something else as well, um, both um in terms of the game and also um, um social fire as well. So I think keep keep keep. I mean, I, I I guess it's something that we were looking at is what can we do to bring more people on to the platform as much as possible, and once we you know we got more people, then people with liquidity they. Like the problem with each chain are quite isolated. Obviously, now we have all these cross chain like CCIP, which we can talk about a little bit later. Uh, You know, we got wormhole, we got all these bridges and all this stuff. And how we, once people move onto a chain, is we should kind of nurture them so that they stay. Because obviously, the fact that it's already hard to move things in, and we don't want them to kind of leave straight away and i think that's the biggest thing that we we should keep looking at is not just at our project but it's like what else is trending right now what is the best use of our time to capitalize on this so that we can bring more eyes to the project and obviously um not everyone can agree with our decision but you know people might think oh you know we deviate a lot away from what we we, we're supposed to be doing but that's the thing is you need to be nimble, you need to be kind of agile enough to be able to kind of, you know, adapt to the the, the situation right now. Because you're kind of saying, okay, this is the path that we want to go and then we stick on to it for the next two years or three years. right? Because the reality is that um, blockchain is a very moving pace at the moment and we're still pretty up at the you know early adopter phase. I'm, I think you've probably seen the Gartner hype cycle. Um, basically, it's literally a graph showing, you know, early adopters, you know, and then you get the mass, and you get a big dip down coming where, you know, where that's where majority of people are saying, oh, this tech doesn't work. And then, then, then the hype coming on again, where this you, the mass actually kind of start coming in and, and start picking that up again. So that's kind of like the, you know, the Garner hype cycle. And if you look at the product lifecycle, I think we, in terms of blockchain, I feel that we're still at early adopter level where, to be honest, I think they probably just over two million active user in all chain today. Wow. I don't think there's more than that. Like like, like when I say active, like literally people who active. You you can't count my friends who actually, you know, you know, will buy a chicken one time and then never come back again. That's not that's not active. <laughs> right? They you need to look at the actual active user, probably about two one to two million. That that's my that's my number in my mind. I I need to I need to fact check that. But I don't think there's a huge amount. And then when you look at it around, it's always the same people buying and selling. Right. So we we are pretty early in the sense that in terms of the early life cycle. So they were going to be a, a path where you kind of keep going, going, going. And then you are go see a big drop and then come back again. That's where the mass market come in. And what I'm trying to say is that if you look at the trend is where the trend kind of going, where the liquidity is going. This is where that we need to capitalize on, you know, make the liquidity to stay because. Obviously, we know that ETH has the most liquidity in term of any any other smart contract. Then, once ETH is kind of sort of kind of fulfilled, and then it's it literally is like a cycle where you know from ETH, then the people go to like Polygon, Solana, and all this stuff on other chains. So like you can still see the TVL where, where where the money gets spreaded out. But the one thing that you keep noticing is that liquidity pool is the same pool. It's just mm. that when you go like, oh, if Solana come up, that means it come down because the, the it's the same group of people that are moving money in from one place to the other. We haven't gone to a place where a mass market, non-crypto people start jumping on because the hurdle is quite high. The risk is quite quite high as well. So once we start getting liquidity moving from one place to the others, I think this is where we should capitalize on it. Then, you know, jumping on the hype. And yes, it, it, that is, it might sound silly. Or us you kind of like oh you know what we should jump in on hide. but that is the only way to keep people stay here because most people are degenerating up that they see like oh we are here for money once we make 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 money we go back to ETH again no you want to make sure that they stay because they got more stuff they can play around in this whole ecosystem in in Avalanche right there's quite a lot of great project out there and that's why we always being very supportive of any project that willing to you know partner with us because. Our success is not just about our project. It's about the whole community. It's about ABAC community. You know, people are here because they like the chain. They like the, the tool, they like the tech, right. But how else we can, you know, bring the new eyes coming in? Because obviously we, we like, it's funny because it, when, when we looked at it, like, um, you know, we see a lot of people in Polygon, but when you go look at Polygon itself, it's just the same small group of you know people there. So obviously the group is a lot, a lot bigger than Avalanche, but you know, it's the same concept, you know, like we just have a smaller whale and a smaller fish compared to the whale out there. But the reality is that when people stay and they're happy with the chain, because obvious polygon was a lot faster than each. So people stay there because, you know, the finalization fast. And then you go for, then, then you've got people like the Solana, um, you know, people where they go, Oh, look, I, the depth is great. You know, and, stuff, and everything worked while we moving it and so on. So. Yes, you're going to have a die-hard fan on the group. But then, to be honest, when you look at where the liquidity lies, where people start seeing where can they make money. For example, in the Star Arena, people can you know, bet on that. Where people see a huge hype where some guy who invests 300 AVEX and then they turn the portfolio to 3,000 AVEX within two days. That's 10x the portfolio, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone see that. they like, I want to capitalize on it. So they move their fund in here. They, they're going through the hurdle. So we don't want to waste that hurdle that they jumped in and then not to make them say, right. And then this is where I feel that we should, you know, as every project on airbags to come together and, you know, like, you know, help each other saying, what else, show them what else we have here, you know, something to play on. And, and I, I think that's where we, we find that we kind of pivoting ourselves a little bit to kind of like, you know, hyped on to social fire as well. So that, you know, we, because, one thing about social file is that the fact that most people that see us, they see our PFP on on Twitter's. So they see their profile, they go, oh, what's this profile? So many people of them, like, and that's the reason why in the beginning, uh, Sherbock and I, we kind of like we trying to hype it up so that you know our name, our, our PFP get right at the top so that people see it. So when people jump in, they go, oh, why oh these guys at the top? You know, we should follow them. And then from from once you follow them, go oh, they have some cool project, you know, maybe I'll put some money there once I make money from from, from Star Arena. And I, I think that's kind of the whole point of playing the game, you know, to to be, to be make ourselves more visible to more people. Like, we we can't just be in an echo chamber saying, oh, you know, um, AVAX is the best, but, you know, we should be more open-armed to go, look, there will be more than one chain for sure. But if people are already here, how can we make their life a lot better? And then, you know, utilize that, we don't want them to go. We want them to kind of play around here a lot more, you know. So that, that kind of reaps the benefit for the whole community, not just chicken project, but every other project in, in on, on chain. So I think we should kind of help each other. And then that's what the, our ethos is. like. We're always trying to help people as much as we can, right? And then the idea is that the community reap the benefit. And, yeah, so, I mean, uh, I was talking about CCIP and the cross-chain. So, yeah, so in terms of that aspect is, uh, CCIP is another tool that came out recently when we when we were talking about cross-chain. I mean, obviously, the timing was pretty perfect because we start looking at um, cross-chain using uh, multi-chain. And obviously, multi-chain got some lawsuit issues, I believe. Qu- don't quote me. <laughs> uh, something wrong with them, then it's sort of kind of like not the best go- to go with multi-chain. So we start looking at layer zero, which is pretty cool um you know project as well you know be able to do cross-chain messaging very very quickly so we were playing that for a while and then when when channeling reached out and guy, like, hey we got this new beta product out there you want to give it a try and that, that's basically the ccip so we start playing with it and then yeah, it's like it's actually cool and feel more secure because it's a project that being out there it's a top 20 token um on chain, right? Like if you look at coin market cap, is always in top twenty. They're big enough to you know to be able to, to be there forever. And this is one thing that we always worry about: who we partnering with. Is just I'm not saying any project's not good. It's just the longevity longevity of the project. Because obviously, if you use some of the technology, and then what happened is that if the project decided to, uh, for some reason, you know either move on or something else, the infrastructure that we set up is gone. And then we have to rewrite things again. And that's what one of the things that when we played with multi chain the beginning, and it's sort of kind of like, I think they are okay. Now it just, but then that kind of make us step back when you go like, do we want to use them as the bridge between the chain, Right. And that's one of the big consideration between your layer zero and chain link. When, when, when the, when the tool came out, we are like, well, chain link is much bigger. They're not going to go away. They're going to be here for forever. So this is kind of, kind of a one safer bet, right, for us in, in a sense. But again, we, we're still playing with, with layer zero as well. So we might use them for something else that we should, it's not that huge, Um, um, what do you call, it, mission critical. Because in, in, in the end, because we're here to support ma- many other projects out there as well, like the fact that we're using their tech, you know, that we're supporting them because we're paying the gas fee and then all this stuff. So that's kind of like the more tool we use out there, the more people we can help out. And, and that's kind of like our, our, our ethos, kind of like, you know, let's try out something here. If it doesn't work, we try this here and it does work. Worst case, Hansel Solo jumped in like, I'm going to write myself. And that's all his case. It's like, F you are I'm going to write myself. This is not doing what I want to do. <laughs> um, no, but but look, look uh, to, to us, it's like, yeah, look, um, I feel that supporting and choosing the right partner, choosing the, the right, um, you know, technology, is something that we kind of very cognizant of, and you know, making sure that uh, we, we help our community as much as we can. And I think that's where, that's one of the reasons why we go and receive the IP and all this stuff.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's, that, that's going to be really exciting to be able to have that. Cause I think, you know, being able to, to, you know, get folks that are typically used to using one chain versus another, mm-hmm. uh, I think is huge. Cause I think they're like, as much as on, on one hand, I kind of think that, okay, well, at some point we're all just going to think of, you know, the different blockchains, the same way we think of different types of servers on the Internet. Like, we don't we don't think about them. Uh, but I think right now, and probably for the foreseeable future, it's going to be, you know, as soon as you start getting used to a new chain, you kind of are comfortable with it and that kind of thing. So, like, I mainly I use, like, Ethereum. I use Avalanche. I use Solana a little bit. For a little while, I was using BNB. I used Polygon a little bit as well. But as soon as a new one comes out there that... I either can't use in MetaMask or I have to find a whole new thing. Like, like you mentioned near a little bit earlier, like that one, uh, it just goes straight off of my ledger and it's just a little bit different. And so there is this like learning curve anytime you go to a new one. So the more that you know, people like projects can do to make it simple to like, Hey, this is very close to what you already know, and let's help you get over here. And now you're comfortable using it. Just like the other ones that you're maybe grew up in.
1: Yeah. And and I think that was the key thing when we're looking at cross chain is like, how can we make the life easier? And it's from both from the our website. And then obviously some of you have seen see the toggles are going out there already, but then we haven't integrated the rest. But the fact, the fact that we want to be, make it as seamless as possible for people, but obviously there always some hurdle here and there. Right. I mean, we, we won't say that we, uh, we're the best at making this UI, but we're saying we're trying our best to make it as simplest for us, even as a tech guy. I mean, as a tech guy, I'm happy to you know, jump through the hoop a lot of things, but a, a lot of non tech guys were like, oh man, so many clicks and all this stuff. And so I think that's kind of like the thing that always back in my mind where, you know, great, we just saying, oh, it's too many clicks. It doesn't make sense and all this stuff. Like, so that's just something that we always always, um, you know, with us to understand that, you know, we, Trying our best to make the user experience as best as possible, and people need to understand that they they, they won't just be one chain. There will be multi-chain out there running a different 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 utility for it, right? Like you know something that you want fast and secure, you probably want to be on Avalanche Layer One, you know. But if it, where you want to move to better liquidity, you might want to move to ETH, you know, or Polygon, or, or this like where you know where you can have much more liquidity to do something with that, that product. So I think being being Change agnostic is something that is actually good. But since a um, home base is Avalanche, we, we want to make sure that, you know, we look after the community and we look after each other project, you know, we support each other, you know, where we can. And I mean, this is kind of like Web3 is a lot harder to, to, to run compared to Web2, to be honest, like um, I never thought that it would be this, you know, Time consuming, mental consuming. And then sometimes that's, that's why it was like, oh, sometimes we'll probably need a timeout to kind of step back and go recharge ourselves because, you know, Web3 uh, world is completely different to, you know, Web2 where, you know, people are much more appreciative of the time you put in. Yeah. So,
0: so, in terms of kind of what um, you know what's on the horizon, I know there's only certain things that, that you're able to share with us, but, you know, what would you say that you're excited about when it comes to, you know the project as a whole, um, whether it's something to come, something that's you know already been delivered, those kinds of things. What what kind of excites you and keeps you, you know, l- looking forward to, to to what you're building there?
1: Look, um, to be honest, I, I enjoy the whole lot, but um, the game aspect is what I like the most, and you know the 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 game theory is something that really resonated because the fact that people don't naturally think about but the reality is there's always there so obviously um creating game is something that always in the back of our mind you know like something that we can kind of help people with so there might be something you know something stupid that hensel and i decided just do something uh something crazy you know maybe some something that for you guys to to look at i don't know um but yeah, it it probably won't be part. I I would say it, it it won't be part of you know the deliverable of the chicken itself. But it's probably something that of the something that we just did ourselves. You know, getting some help from gravy and all this stuff. But it's it's not kind of original in the timeline. But it's something that we find it interesting. Uh, yeah, something that yeah potentially be there be something.
0: <laughs> all right, so so some surprises on the horizon. It sounds like.
1: I love it. The yeah, honey I mean, tight. Like, look, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's like, look, better to have no expectation than you have no yeah. disappointment, right? So I guess it's, yeah, so for us, it's kind of like, oh, look, we're trying out something, something's cool, something fun. Yeah. Then, um, it's, it's good, but then if it doesn't work out, it's okay. It's like, you know, um, we're always experimenting stuff. So I, I guess it's, it's good to kind of like, you know, give us, give us, ch- give ourselves a chance to kind of play with, with something. If it doesn't work, you know what? Take it offline.
0: Yeah. yeah nice 100%. No, to- totally makes sense so something more 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 yeah. fun uh and kind of just a side thing that we're that we we yeah, may yeah. enjoy or we may may figure out that's something that makes sense awesome
1: well look when, when we had the when we talked about it, we we're so excited about it so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well kfc this has been awesome we, we've really enjoyed having you on on today um anything else that you would just kind of want to share with the community in terms of you know any parting thoughts that you have or Things that uh, th- things that you want mm. the community to know, or anything anything that you'd like to share before we close out?
1: Yeah, I think it's, well, probably not community to you know. I think I feel that um, the crypto market is tough for everyone, um, not including ourselves as well. Not just every, not not just the community. I feel that people need to kind of be less, um, you know, what you call them, less hatred and all this stuff to be more, you know, spread love rather than hatred. Like, you know, congrat people. Sometimes making jokes on the Twitter fun's good, you know, keep everyone happy, but, you know, there's no point attacking people. I I feel that that just, um, it brings down the negativity to, to the whole, um, you know, Web3. And then that's probably one of the reasons why, you know, people just, not many people want to join because it's just difficult, right? And it, it's it's hard, you know, one day you're being very, very good and hyped up and then the next day people are like bomb-bashing you know, spreading the head and all this stuff. I I feel that, you know, we already, li- we already have so much issue around the world. Obviously, we all know what happened these days. Um, but I, I feel that we should, you know, that's Web3 is kind of like another part where people kind of like turn off to kind of like, this is my space. You know, I want to kind of dive myself out from the reality, you know, what happened right now with all the inflation and all this bullshit. You know, Web3 might be like my gateway to kind of like my, my peace of mind. So I feel that people should, I mean, yes, you can't control everyone. You can't control hatred. You can't control what people say, you know, but, you know, I feel that rather than spending time to, you know, creating hate and all this stuff, spend more time to make people happy, you know, like encourage people. And, 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 and I mean, obviously that is kind of like a nice thinking, but obviously I, I love to see that. And like, I feel that that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of people shy away from, you know, in trying to work from Web three because of you know the very negativity like if you jump on Discord from time to time people are just like oh there's all these arguing <laughs> you know same thing Discord Twitter people arguing like you know we we used to have a very tight community you know where people like helping each other and I think that 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 momentum that you know that um, that excitement of people I mean I understand the bear market but you no. Know, I think we sh- we shouldn't have a uh, you know um, your your tempo trying to change the other people and I, I feel that you know it's it's infectious basically when when you start hate one hatred message the other come through and all the stuff but yeah
2: absolutely man nothing yeah, so but yeah, love out there
1: yeah nothing yeah. but love exactly you know, look share the love share the love you know helping each other out i think feel that that's kind of like the the message man. Right? like and we're here we, we're, we're still building you know um, we love we, we love what we do, so we, we we're trying our best to kind of deliver more stuff. Um, yeah.
0: So KFC, will you tell uh, tell listeners how they can find you on socials? What's the uh, what's the best way to get you on Twitter um, if they if they want to follow more of of what you're doing out there and, and kind of hear from you more?
1: Also, um, chick, uh, so chicken underscore KFC. That's me on Twitter. Um, feel free to leave message, you know, talk, DM me if you want. But um, yeah, I think. Um, post something funny. Like, you know, we love meme. Meme is fun.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And now we got the new check Instagram too. So we can, uh, we can add some really cool graphics to our, to our posts as well. So, uh, so thanks to, to the team yeah. for that. So really excited to, to do that. So awesome. Well, so, so listeners, thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, really appreciate y'all, um, being with us. Um, one of the things, uh, so if you really enjoyed today's podcast, would love for you to like, review and subscribe. And, um, we can, if you'd like to find us anywhere on social, you can go to two six dot media and find us there. So thanks so much for tuning in and, uh, KFC, thanks again for, for joining us. We really appreciated having you on and looking forward to having you on again soon absolutely thank you guys thank you for having me
1: on keep it up buddy love you all (laughs) thank you guys